Hey, Warrior Woman, this is Linda Weiniger, and we're in this fight together. And from now on, I'm not going to sit back and let Satan talk to you like that. In the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, we learn about a people who love to kill and fight and get bloody. Then some of them became converted to the gospel of Jesus Christ and decided they didn't want to do that anymore, and they wanted to live in peace instead. And the other half still needed Jesus. Those who repented and promised God they would not fight or kill anymore decided to bury all of their weapons of war so the Lord could forgive them and bless them with peace. Then the other peeps came and attacked them, and instead of unearthing their weapons to protect themselves, they were determined to keep their promise to God that they sacrifice their own lives instead. Honestly, they're amazing, right? I don't know if I would have been that hardcore to keep my promise. I've still got a lot to learn. But I sure love the legacy that they left. Their children witnessed their determination of discipleship and grew to be the most valiant in the entire Book of Mormon. They are called the Sons of Helaman or the Stripling Warriors. I have had passion projects since I was really little. I say I'm just a multifaceted or a multi-passionate entrepreneur. With ADHD as my superpower, I can hyper-focus on a goal and task and just get things done. I would remodel our tiny little apartment as a little girl, made and sold scrunchies and sold balloons for a club in middle school. I started projects and businesses like DJing at 19, which I still love to do, door-to-door selling my own custom-made gift wrapping at 21, to business naming business, running a scrapbook studio, building websites, delivering birthday balloons to the entire Relief Society one year, have Book of Mormon challenges, um, dinner to neighbors, learning to raise kids, which is a whole thing in and of itself, created a, a visiting teaching website, learn to bake cookies and bread for neighbors, design an app, design invites, and more just to help people. That is, until D-Day. I can't tell you how much I love projects. Projects that help others is a passion of mine. (laughs) They really do fill my cup. When I finally saw how my family was being attacked by the adversary and all of our weaknesses were just exposed and we were all in pain and my kids are praying for us to get better, I started to make promises with the Lord that aren't found in scriptures. Out of desperation, of course, maybe you've done those before because I honestly didn't know what else to to do. We had tried things years ago, but this was still like a serious problem. Like I've said before, I believed that we needed to do different things to get different results. So this time I thought maybe I'll be the hero and I promised the Lord that I would bury all of my passion projects. In the Bible, the Lord promises us, whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. If we lose our life in the service of others, then we will find ourselves, right? Maybe I just wasn't focusing on the right kind of service. Maybe I needed to only be with and help my own family and no one else. 
just these four walls that I had. So I would give it all up to help myself and my family because I thought that was what was required of me. I didn't know this would work, but since my revelation receptors were fried, I didn't know if it would not work either. So I tried it. Wow. Can I just say this made things worse? I was being told by therapists to do self-care, which is great. And so I was. I went to the gym. I showered. I got ready. I was still doing the temple and reading my scriptures and cooking and cleaning and organizing as usual. I definitely had a lot of projects at home, so it wasn't like I was lacking there, but they just weren't doing it for me. I was still extremely sad and numb. Nothing lit me up. Sure, the kiddos brought me joy, of course, but it's not the same. I needed to be intrinsically motivated to like wake up each day, not just to survive, but to actually thrive. I was learning that when I dropped my passion projects, I had more free time to be sad and think of how my life was the worst. I was having more time to just consume instead of creating like I used to. Consuming for me leads to comparison. And my favorite youth speaker, brother Dr. Hank Smith, says comparison is the thief of joy. So true. I didn't like the torture of reflecting on how sad and hurt I was. That just made things so much worse. What finally helped was when we started recording each episode of the Clark and Linda show. We'll put the link in the show notes. I would feel enormous amounts of energy before and afterward, and I just felt that deep sense of accomplishment. Just knowing we were doing something to help others was so healing for us. Gradually, the Lord would remind me, or maybe... Gradually, I could feel those promptings come back of the weapons that I had buried. He was wanting me to dig them back up to help others. I didn't get it, though. I thought I was supposed to only help my own immediate family. But as I followed those promptings, I knew this was better than before. I was feeling better. This part of scripture has stayed with me since seminary. When ye are in the service of your fellow beings, ye are only in the service of your God. I was getting warm fuzzies because we were helping God. The prophet Joseph Smith said to early women of the church, and you know, these women had so many amazing projects, let me tell you. He said, you are now placed in a situation where you can act according to those sympathies which God has planted in your bosoms. If you live up to these principles, how great and glorious. If you live up to your privilege, the angels cannot be restrained from being your associates. I love this so much because I know God has planted so many good things in me that when I use those things to bless others, he has promised that angels will help me. I love my angels. I have felt them carry me so many times. If he didn't want us to help our neighbors or others, he wouldn't send angels. So that's when my healing turned a corner. I learned self-care for me didn't just mean doing those things just for me, but it means using my talents and skills to bless others. I can see now that Satan is the one who planted the idea to bury my weapons as a way to heal, but instead kept me in the darkness longer than I needed to be. Homemade cookies or a birthday balloon hardly seem like weapons the Lord would want me to bury, right? I have also noticed this in other women as well. 
when we engage in a great cause, we seem to do better than when we aren't. Have you seen this pattern in your life? Have weapon, what weapons have you buried? How did you get tricked into burying them? I'm so curious to know all these things. How would the Lord have you use them now? So tomorrow, let's talk about the difference between a project and a warrior woman project. Until then, stay strong, warrior woman.